Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Civil Discourse. I'm your host, Cal Silvers, and as always, I'm ready to get into some politics and local, global, and national news. But before we get started, I wanted to remind you guys that the Student Spin Podcast is a sister media to the Six Mile Post newspaper at Georgia Highlands College here in Rome, Georgia. The views on this podcast do not represent those of the Six Mile Post or Georgia Highlands College. And with that being said, friends, let's get into some politics. First coming up, we have Rome Local News for you. Over the past weekend, we had a geocaching event. And if you don't know what that is, geocaching is an outdoor hobby that allows people to use their GPSs to find containers, or in this case, like, quote-unquote, caches, hidden at specific locations marked by coordinates. And this event was hosted by an organization called Going Caching. Basically, what happened was around 500 people came to this event. And it was reported by Peyton Elliott, a Rome Tribune reporter, under the title, Going Caching Brings Hundreds to Rome, around Sunday. And you can find all of this on NorthwestGeorgiaNews.com, that as far as 500 people alone showed up to this event. So it's really interesting to see this sort of thing happen, because it's a small thing that you don't really get to see see but then you get to see this mass amount of people coming together to solve problems and use your technology to bring in new things and have an exciting time with one another and the organizer of the event the owner of going caching said that going caching is in fact a social event and just looking at the article people come from as far as delaware and washington to do this here in rome georgia specifically and i think that's pretty crazy to me like why are you gonna drive i guess from washington to here for me you know depending on how I'm feeling could either take eight or 10 hours. And that's that's quite the journey to make just, just to go run around on your phone on a GPS with some friends. I think it's a really cool and interesting way to get people involved. And especially in the time of COVID, it's a great way to get outside and still be active with one another and lower those transmission rates and things like that. So I think it was a really cool way for most people to spend their weekend. And I was excited to read that when I was looking over news this morning. Now, what I wasn't so excited to read is when I clicked on to CNN.com to see a more global aspect of news and find out that over the weekend, and it's a breaking story that's still updating itself, over the weekend, an oil spill happened in California, and it happened off the coast of Huntington Beach in Orange County, went for a couple miles, and spilled roughly 127,000 gallons of oil. And this was reported by Sherry Mossberg, a regular CNN reporter with a work title, Authorities Consider Ships Anchor as Possible Cause of Oil Spill. And this was published on Monday, October 4th of 2021. When I was reading this article, it, it kind of baffled me because not only is it kind of weird that they're saying an anchor could have probably caused a spill when reporting this investigation because a bunch of boats go over the pipeline that this oil was coming from, but it also was reported that once a month, like when the patrolmen for the boating security boat, we're going to, I'm going to call them boating security because they're little men that drive in boats and they're policemen. So boating security would drive down stretches of the beaches and notice like a methane smell once a month. So it's kind of weird that it's being reported by the people who own this pipeline that, you know, they're saying an anchor caused it when a smell is happening once a month. That, that just doesn't add up for me personally. While it is, to quote the article, a complex and dynamic and evolving situation, it still seems like the answer is so simple, but it feels as though it's being hidden from people who are viewing it as a news source and people who are viewing it 
as just beachgoers and everything because you have beaches that are being shut down and local wildlife that's been traumatized by what's going on because a lot of the fish, a lot of the animals that live under the water have been devastated by an oil spill that probably could have been prevented if this has been recorded once a month happening. And if it was recorded once a month happening, why is something just now being done about it? If that makes any sense, because I know as a beachgoer and somebody who's an avid wildlife lover and somebody who sticks myself in nature constantly, that if you mention anything about animals, I'm like 1000% more to care about it. And also kind of be a little bit more frustrated and not understanding what an investigation just seems lackadaisical and doesn't really go anywhere but obviously it, like I said it's an updating story and I can't wait to see how it turns out I hope there's a better answer for it and I just hope that you know a quick conclusion can be found and they can fix the problem because as of right now they still can't find a bust like a specific anchor tearing in the pipeline so that's not really adding up so I would love a more concrete answer and I'm ready for that news update and speaking of news that isn't as positive as well. We're going to focus on the story of bravery, but it's also a story of heartache because I want to focus on education specifically in Afghanistan. And that means talking about a hard conversation to have, which is about the Taliban. And I read an article titled, Women in Kabul Return to Work, Schools, and Streets in Defiance of the Taliban. And this was reported by Clarissa Ward, a chief international correspondent at CNN for CNN.com. And it was written on Monday, October 4th, 2021. I'm not even going to lie to you. It was a super disheartening article to read because the woman that she interviewed, Atifa Watanir, who is an English teacher at Said Al Shahada School on the outskirts of the capital, said some pretty worrying stuff. Specifically, to quote the article, in September, Tal the Taliban effectively banned female students from secondary education. And it's not the first time they've done that. They also did that in 1995 when they first had their reign and told female students that they didn't. They were trying to find a safer way for them to go to school, but. Those female students never returned to school in the five-year reign that the Taliban had at the time. And so it's just worrying for that to happen as well, because not only are you taking education away from younger women, but when you take education away from anybody, especially women, you take away a gateway for them to become anything they want. And it's not okay. And a 16-year-old named Sanam Badia, she was injured during a terror attack and was still brave enough to go back to class. And guys, I'm not going to lie to you. Reading, reading this sentence really hit home for me, and it should hit home for a lot of people as well for the crisis that's happening over there, is that her defiance in the face of multiple attacks on her future is taking its toll. And if you could just imagine being a young woman facing this sort of danger and then further facing your education and your hopes and dreams being stripped away from you, or just being a young person in general and feeling hopeless and desolate over what's going on, my thoughts go out to all the younger women peeps over there in Afghanistan, and I hope they're doing the best that they can and that they're doing okay. Because, like I said, it's super hard to hear and see these things going on. Wow, guys, what an episode. I'm, I'm so sorry that... We got a little, um, a little, a little deeper than we would normally. But you know what politics and news isn't that. Um, as always, I'm your host Calvin, and civil discourse happens everywhere, from your backyard to on the streets. And just remember to keep it cute and have a great rest of your week, guys.
Hey guys, today's episode of Civil Discourse was brought to you by our very own GHC Student Support Services. In case you aren't already aware, they provide free academic career and personal counseling. I know that when I am feeling low, I don't know really where to turn to, but I was on my GHC student portal and noticed something called Private GHC, which is a portal that helps students get, get in touch with somebody who can help them with that sort of thing. And it's something that I use every week, and it's something I know that could benefit a lot of other people too. So don't be afraid to check it out. You know, they can do a lot for you. They can help you with tutoring and things like that. Like if you're transferring to another four-year university or a two-year degree here at GHC, they do all sorts of fun things. So be sure to check them out. Thanks so much, guys, and have a great one.